and welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast by David Mark Shaw, your weekly podcast on all things digital, technology, and what it means to you, the small business owner. We will have super smart guests and actionable insights each and every week to help you get ahead. Hi there, and welcome to episode 44 of the Getting Ahead podcast with me, your host, David Mark Shaw. So this week's topic is all about, in particular, Twitter. Um, And I'm hoping this is not going to come across as much of a rant, but more bits of an observation and hopefully hopefully some thought processes behind what we can do about some of the issues I'm experiencing and possibly some others as well. um, And how you as a small business owner can take this information and, and what it can mean to you and your marketing budgets, your communication plans, your digital marketing strategies. So my thought process this week has been around, um, as I said, Twitter. Um, And unfortunately, um, I'm finding it um, a little bit of a a graveyard in in terms of activity. But I'm just finding now that Twitter is becoming less of a social network. I'm I'm just more of a broadcast channel. Um, I've been sort of looking at some of the statistics and although I still get you know a, a small amount of traffic that comes to my blog and my podcast from Twitter um, it just seems to be there is so much noise out there when people are sort of they're posting more and more content there's more and more people using the platform and also but it seems to be more and more people using the platform less for conversations and for research and for all the normal things which Twitter is fantastic for and the things I really sort of enjoyed Twitter for in the first sort of couple of years of using it. Um, and I still do like the platform, um, you know, building up a, a relatively nice following. And um, over the years, you know, I've particularly enjoyed it, uh, you know, and got, you know, uh, quite a lot of traffic and traction out of it. But not only for, for me personally, but also for clients that I've been working with, um, I just find that Twitter is not really where it's at in terms of a really relevant audience. Um, And as I've been sort of looking through my own statistics and, you know, and looking through those audiences, a lot of the people that follow me um, is, and I'd say the large majority of them have Morris, and now I'm looking at them and thinking, these are people that are not directly my target audience. And obviously I can't stop them following me, and it's absolutely fine that they choose to do so. But I don't believe that they're doing so because they're interested in my content or the information that I'm publishing or the conversations I'm having on Twitter. I think they're more doing it of a case of I want you to follow me back um, so I can then push my messages on to you. So people are sort of building up or trying to build up large followings themselves um, by using a follow tactic and then hoping that people, you know, follow them back. And if they don't, they just sort of unfollow them automatically via various tools online and then just continuing to keep pushing more and more people. There's been, I mean, I certainly had an influx of new followers over the last sort of three months. Um, and there's been a couple of changes to Twitter's platform, which I think um, have contributed to that and some other new changes to it, which... Um, uh, sort of gives me an idea of where you know Twitter are going, what they're thinking, and some of the challenges they're facing. So the first thing was that they've they've increased the amount of people that you can follow 
uh, up to 3,000 people from 2,000. Now, it was originally 2,000 people until you had approximately 2,000 people following you, and then you could obviously continue to keep following people after that. But the first 2,000, you had to get, you had to have 2,000 followers before you could follow any more. So for many people, the maximum they could follow was 2,000. Well, they've now increased that to 3,000. So lots of people um, who may have had sort of less followers in the past and have sort of reached the amount of people they could follow um, have now been given like an extra thousand people they can they can now follow without having to necessarily have two thousand followers themselves. Um, so that's given people a lot more room uh, in order to sort of choose more people to follow. But I don't really subscribe to that notion. I just find that following you know, around, you know, 2,000 people, um, it's just too much. Um, not, unless there are 2,000 people that all of the content that is on there is, is extraordinarily relevant. But even then, it will just become overwhelming. A tweet lasts seconds once you've got, you know, people have got an, a couple of thousand um, people, they're following a couple of thousand people. A tweet will last a matter of seconds before it's gone off your screen. Um, and so you, from a marketing perspective, you're thinking you post a tweet out there, and you're hoping that, you know, um, so many people will see it. But it's all depending who's online at that time out of your followers that's going to appear in that feed. And then that tweet has got to be so outstanding. It's got to be so compelling. It's got to draw them in. You know, if you're lucky enough to have your tweet in that case, in that moment, that they then decide to click on it in those few seconds before it's just overwhelmed with other tweets. So what people have been doing to combat this, and I think it's sort of added to the problem, is they're just tweeting more often. Literally every 10 minutes, maybe even shorter, you know, and maybe tweeting 30, 40, 50, 100, 150, maybe even more times a day in order to make sure that when their followers are online and they're looking at their stream, that their tweet is likely to appear in their feed. And I'm just finding this a little exhausting um, in the sense the amount of tweets and uh, that, that are out there. Combine that with the promoted posts as well, which is where people are paying to have their tweets put into other people's stream, regardless if they're following them or not. Um, I'm just finding that it's becoming less and less effective. I find it harder to look at my stream. You start resorting to lists far more often. And a Twitter list is where you can segregate the people that you follow into different categories. And you can then view a stream of just the people in your list. And it's a much, much better way of being able to, to read the fire hose of content that is Twitter by doing it, you know, by that relevancy in those lists. Um, and it's a much easier way of consuming it. <clears throat> but in general, I find, you know, Twitter is just getting much, much noisier. The other thing that they've changed is they've now removed the favourite option. They've now turned that into a, into a like option. And this is all very well. Um, and people were using the favourite option almost as a like anyway. Um, and so it kind of makes sense that they do that. But what it now has done is where Previously, a favourite used to be that I want to... The, the idea of the favourite was that I want to save this tweet for later on. Um, and, you know, I've enjoyed this tweet and I would like to keep it. And so you keep it in your favourites list. And it would, you know, the idea was you would keep a relatively small number of tweets within your favourite lists because they were, as it describes, your favourites. Now it's become a like because that's what people were utilising it for. They were liking tweets in the hope that it just raised awareness of their own account on Twitter, not necessarily because they favourited or, you know, or, you know, your tweet was their favourite or even that they liked it. 
But what it's done now is by making the favourite option a like, that is now sort of the, the smallest increment that you could acknowledge to somebody that your your tweets were something they enjoyed um even if they if they didn't click on it it's somebody you know or you trust and you could just favorite that tweet just to acknowledge that that tweet was there but what people were you know in the early days were getting from twitter was if you had an exceptional piece of content whether it be a link or the content directly in the tweet people would retweet it which meant they would sort of publish it on their own timeline for their own followers to see and the beauty of the retweet was if it was relevant and contextual to your audience you were adding value to your own audience by highlighting a tweet that somebody else has mentioned and you know raising awareness of that person as well as their content and it's a very good way of sort of keeping your audience engaged with relevant information even if you didn't have any of your own you could retweet other people's content and still add value to your own audience and you'd be sort of be an aggregator of relevant content for your audience in that sense people are now i'm finding retweeting considerably less uh, and sort of favoring the favorites instead which means people you, you know you're not getting the additional leverage of other people's um followers um, and there seems to be, a, it certainly seems to be a decrease. I, I don't have any numbers specifically, but I'd be certainly interested if anyone knows of any sort of statistics or reports that are out there just sh- showing any sort of the decline or even increase, or if it sort of stayed about the same in terms of retweets. But I think people now, where previously you might have given somebody a retweet as that sort of acknowledgement that you enjoyed their content and you feel as though your your own audience would have enjoyed it, they're now f- just you know favouriting it instead and not necessarily utilising the retweet. So what can you do about this as a small business owner? It's just understanding about where your audience is. Now, if you still are fine, you might well be still getting an awful lot of traction on Twitter. Um, and if the case, then you still must continue to do so. Um, just be aware that, you know, particularly as people are building as what I talked about in a previous podcast, these manufactured audiences, just be aware that maybe, you know, the, the amount of time that your content is getting, you know, from from Twitter is probably on declining. It's probably getting less and less effective they also recently um rolled out a polling um where you can you can put a poll onto twitter and ask people a questioning for 24 hours get their feedback now I, i've tried a couple of these and i've also tried it with a couple of client accounts and finding that they're just not getting traction i believe this because people just are not seeing them and i know there's the you know the option to see the analysis of you know the performance of your tweet people might be seeing them but they're just not interacting with them so the bottom line for you as a small business owner is to just understand what audiences are, are, are working for you what sorry what platforms are working for you where are your audiences and where you're getting you know the most effectiveness when promoting your content efforts so i I hope that's been useful this week guys if you've got any questions please reach out to me david at davidmarkshaw.com and i look forward to speaking to you next week thanks guys